There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. To the victors, that's above all. I got one question. Tell them all, boy. And with that being said, we are back with Benched with Bubba. Episode three, special guest. Well, he's going to be a recurring guest more often than not. You know him from UFC preview pods. You know him from MLD DFS quick hits. The one and only Doc. How you doing tonight, Doc? Excellent, excellent. How you doing? Good, good. I had to play a clip from the Harbaugh rap video. We're going to talk about that later, but with the blue and gold, <laughs> we're going to kick off this podcast with the Flategate talk. I had to bring my New England Patriot man and the blue and gold of Tommy Brady finally given in, and some say given up. Um, I'm going to let you have the forum on this. What do you think about this whole bullshit situation? It's, it is what it is. That's what it is, is bullshit. Um, it's just um, – you know what? Actually, I was listening to an interview, and Peter King said it best, that – here because you – know, uh, well, of course, the Brady, the Patriots are going to lose Brady for four. But the commissioner just lost a lot of a lot of people, um, media included, Ben Affleck included, Peter King included. Um, he just he and Peter King said it best is that he killed an ant with a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much a great way to sum it up. Um, four games. It should have been a game, or. At, at the most, a game and maybe a $25,000 fine, but that's it. But this wasn't just Roger Goodell. This was pressure from other owners that the Patriots have been basically kind of living on the edge, bending the rules uh, a bit. And I think they got a lot of pressure from owners to do this. And, um, you know, it makes Goodell look like more of an asshole than he really than he is. But I he's an asshole anyway. Yep. Um, Cause he just called it, could have told the owners to fuck off, but th- he works for the owners. A lot of people don't realize that. So um, he won't be getting crafts vote. I'm not, I'm, I'm sure about that next time around, but fuck Goodell. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. I think the Patriots will be fine with Garoppolo. They have a lot of time for prepared to prepare. He's got tons of weapons, two tight end sets. They're, they're going to be able to run the ball, hurry up offense with success I'm not worried one bit. Yeah, no, you said it best. People forget that Goodell works for the owners. He People bitch about how he makes millions of dollars every year, why there's guys getting concussions and this and that. But that's all coming out of the owner's pockets. It's uh, mm-hmm. He's doing – he's their puppet. Basically, each owner, like Jerry Jones, has their hand up his ass saying, this is what you're going to do now. Yep. And um, they have got busted for Spygate. Now it's the Flake Gate. There's always a million other things. And what it comes down to – and I'm a Dolphins fan – as most people know. So I hate the Patriots, but I even thought this, (laughs) but I even thought this was bullshit. And it it basically was, it made Goodell look like, and maybe, maybe he was, and he's going to deny it was the owners of course, but uh, he was just flexing his muscle as much as he possibly could. Cause this was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Um, When you have all these other big time quarterbacks like Rogers and breeze and all these guys saying, Oh yeah, we, you know, we adjusted. We like ours at this and this, and even Peyton Manning, uh, it's just – it's ridiculous. But yep. on a different note, I agree. Um, they only – it's the four, first four games of the year. The second game is against the Dolphins. So, you know, there's a win. Um, you're going to go two and two. 
at, at worst, two and two. You're going to win the AFC East like normal with 11 or 12 wins. I'm really laughing at the people that are so concerned about the Patriots here when on the bright side, um, it's just a typical Patriot move in theory. I think I almost want to think Roger uh, or Mr. Kraft is, is involved in this because he likes going from one pretty boy quarterback with nice hair to another pretty boy quarterback <laughs> with nice hair. He's he, he grooming his next successor looking, look, look how great I am. You know, if Brady goes down with another injury, um, I got the next best thing, the next pretty boy. Um, oh. Much tougher name. You know, you go Bledsoe to Brady, not to Garoppolo. That's a little challenging, especially for, you know, some of those Massachusetts accents. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think they'll make it work. Uh, what do you What do you think? Because the four games are not – it's not the toughest four-game schedule to start out. You think two and two, three and one? What are you thinking? Three and one. Yeah. And you still th- – you, you got to be thinking at least 11, 12 wins, right? Yeah, 11, 12 wins. Yeah, I think about – I feel sorry for the Cleveland Browns come week five. Oh, God. Tom Brady – you know what, though? I'm going to do it just like I did last year. I went into fantasy drafts, and I took Brady in, like, the 10th round. I will do mm-hmm. it again. I will do it again because this yeah. this will look worse than Pete Carroll at USC. This is going to be just 70 yeah. points after 70. It's going to be a goddamn Madden football game out there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. But I – I just had to get, you know, the, the Patriots fans' opinion on that one last time. I hope it's gone. I don't want to ever – we're not – we are going to hear about it again, unfortunately, but it needs to just go away. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. Yeah. One more NFL thing we'll kind of hit on before we move on. Um, there's been some signings lately, some interesting signings. Um, Vaughn Miller got paid, got paid big. Um, Arian Foster coming to my fins. Such mixed emotions on that. Um, what's kind of the biggest kind of off the wall kind of cool signing have you you're thinking of you've seen lately? Oh man, um, I could be a homer and just say uh, Bennett to the Patriots, but um, I don't get uh, Arian Foster with his hamstring issues I, in that heat in Miami, the humidity. I don't. I don't think he'll be playing eight games. No, um, he'll be lucky to play eight games. Yep. I think. Uh, I think a J a, a J a, however the fuck you say his name, he's going to be a stud this year. I think he's going to be really, really good. Um, as far as off the wall signings, um, I can't really. I think every signing makes sense. Um, Though the thing one the one that's really off the wall to me is. Eric Weddle going to Baltimore. Yeah. Because they're in Ed Reed back there. And mm-hmm. I, I fucking love Ed Reed, man. That guy, a guy it just, I, I remember seeing him play and I've seen him play maybe three or four times. Um, Guy was just, he's very, he's just a, such a special player. Um, and, you know, they have those scenes, uh, those mic'd up, um, NFL mic'd up and Belichick he want to like <laughs> do some things to Ed Reed because he just tell him every time he saw him you're 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 the best safety I've ever seen play and all this stuff and um, seeing Eric Weddle back there is kind of weird um, they needed it though they, they need help uh, but I don't think really any signing really caught me off guard um the guard um, Osimile from the Ravens to the Raiders. I thought that was an excellent signing. Great signing. Um, I, I I'm a Patriots fan. See what people don't get with me and up here, especially is that I'm from West Virginia originally, so I have like a soft soft spot in my heart for the Steelers. And most people hate the Steelers up here. I respect the organization. But I also kind of like have like a little soft spot for the Raiders. Like when you hear John Facenda say uh, the autumn, you know, oh, I love that. I love that. But uh, the Raiders are – the NFL is so much better when the Raiders are relevant, and I hope the Raiders don't go to Vegas. They stay at Oakland. Um, The NFL is so much better when the Raiders are relevant. But, um, yeah, that's – Free agency's been pretty crazy, but uh, Von Miller, they paid him. 
good for them, but I don't. Whatever, fuck, fuck the, fuck the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame you. There's got to be a little bit of hatred going on in that place. Um, mm-hmm. I totally agree with you on the Raiders. I they're two hours away from me. I have all kinds of people with tickets. Um, I could go to a game. They're fun to watch. A little ACDC action with Cooper and Carr. Uh, they're building something nice there. It's just a matter of they are. It's just a matter if Little Davis has more of a brain than Big Davis, which. I think he does, but um, that's going to be interesting. On the Foster deal, it was such mixed emotions for me because when he's on the field, they're trying you, – you bring in Gase, who likes to throw to the running back like Forte. Uh, Foster's a phenomenal receiving back. Problem is you have to be on the field to receive the football. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's, I know it's new. I, that's, you know, John Maddenism right there, but you have to be on the field to catch the football. Um, yeah. If he can – I'll take eight games for crying out loud. But I thought of you immediately because I know how big you are on Jay Ajay. And um, as my buddies around here like to say, he's got frosted tips and frosted tips at five to 10 miles an hour on his uh, 40 speed. So um, I want to see Ajay in the, in the opening with, with the football. Uh, yeah. Something that came out today I wanted to bring up that was very interesting. And I saw some interesting hot takes like normal. Ray Rice basically put owners on blast today by saying, I will donate my entire 2016 salary to um, like domestic abuse places if you sign me on your team. So then I see people saying, oh, wow, basically if you don't try to sign Ray Rice, you support domestic violence. And it's a typical hot take nation. Where would Ray Rice go? He sat out a year. He wasn't even that good towards the end. Like, no, I think he's got too much tread on the tires, to be honest. Yeah. Ravens really ran him to death. Oh, yeah. I owned him for years, and he was a freaking 25-plus carry a game guy up the middle getting pounded. He's a small dude. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe you know, he accepts a third-down back roll, but he might be a great Patriot. You never know. Second chances, Randy Moss style. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I don't, you, Belichick's done crazier things, so. And the last, the last NFL thing I want to bring up, this came out like in the last couple hours. Mr. Hardy is working out for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I couldn't think of a better place for him to go than a piece of shit team like the Jacksonville Jaguars. What do you think of Greg Hardy? Is he even worth being think, in the NFL? No. I think Greg Hardy's just a piece of shit. And, yeah. Um, it's, it's, he's just a piece of shit. Yeah, you know it's a, you know I it's. Wouldn't a, want him on, I wouldn't want him on my team. That's for sure. No, definitely. No, it's a slow July sports day when Ray Rice and Greg Hardy are making headlines for the NFL. Um, yeah. Okay, real quick, move on to some MLB action. Took a week off from the show, so we got some stuff to backtrack on. The home run derby took place this past Monday. Giancarlo Stanton, my God, um, they showed stats. If you took him and he faced south, southwest from the stadium, he hits it over the islands and in, into the uh, Pacific Ocean. If you line up all his home runs, did you get to watch the derby at all? Yes, yes, I did. Um, I thought I thought the way they did it this year with the time limit and everything, they uh, I thought Major League Baseball nailed it, yep. and um, I thought it was excellent. I thought it was I thought it was a lot of fun to watch, and um, uh, this will be the last year Berman does it, so that's a that's a bonus. Yeah, I was about to say it's, it's you get so many mixed reviews on that, but my God, I don't need seventy five back back backs for every goddamn home run. Yeah, Especially yeah. Ian Carlo hits. Yeah, he he doesn't he he doesn't he doesn't over, he doesn't overdo it any at all. You know, no, <laughs> he's he's not looking for attention, not at all, never. No, no, no. But uh, yeah, whole other story. Well, we know you're a Patriots fan, you're a Red Sox fan. I'll let you have a few minutes here if you want. What do you think of their first half, and do you think they're going to hang on? I know that they're looking at picking some guys up. They just picked up Pomeranz, who's the team from the Bay Area, just beat up last night, but they still won because Matt Cain sucks. Um, what are you thinking? Um, well, um, I I think that Pomeranz will be good um, when their socks are on the road. I, I don't think he's made for Fenway. I don't know what the fuck Dave Dombrowski was thinking. But he just seems to ruin teams. 
Um, I understand what he did in Florida, and that's great. But you look what he did in his last three years in Detroit and the, 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 this, the, the bullpen they had, the absolute dumpster fire of a bullpen they had. And I call it the, the, the Dave Dombrowski effect. <laughs> yeah. So um, I didn't like really like the price signing too much. Um, he's been off and on. He's been pretty good, I guess. I mean, who would have thought Stephen Wright is like their best pitcher? Was a fucking knuckleballer. Like, all right. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, it's it's all a matter of who uh, who's catching lightning in the bottle at the right time. I the Sox offense is great, but you got to have pitching, and I, I couldn't I couldn't tell you, man. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, my I got I got a buddy of mine who's like. They wanted to go half and half on a future when the, on the Red Sox. And I was like, I just don't feel like doing it. I just, I just don't think it's going to happen. I mean, they're obviously going all in on Poppy for Poppy, you know, uh, but they got to, I mean, if I don't want them trading their whole fucking farm system for a, a, a guy they're going to have for a year and a half. Yes. So they need another arm for sure. I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm optimistic. Let's put it that way, but I'm not. Uh, let's just let's just say that I am expecting the worst and hoping for the best. There you go. Hey, that's all you can do. <laughs> that's all you can do, especially during. Yeah, that's all you can do, especially when it's an even year, and you know you're, you're the odds are stacked against you. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, the David Price thing. The, the numbers are ridiculous, but that's technically the era we're in. But um, like you look at Jared Caravis from Barstool. He sits there and he's on prices high horse every start because everyone's bashing him. But you look at his numbers; he's actually not bad. It seems like it's like the one game they don't score any runs is when Price is on the mound. Uh, right. Yeah. Now, right. It's weird. Now, yeah, Stephen Wright. That's amazing. He's getting it done. But I'm hoping it's not an Ari Dickey moment where it's one year and then he craps the bed. But um, the biggest thing is Big Poppy, and what his numbers are just ridiculous and he's either back on the good mm-hmm. he's either back on the goods or um or he's got to come back uh do you think he changes his mind at all because he's just like how can you stop like that i don't know um sometimes maybe he's just kind of wants to chill with his family i guess i mean i don't know it's a grind Oh yeah, no doubt. You know, I mean, maybe he just went into trading. Maybe he just probably went to camp and just said, "You know what? I just when your heart's not in anymore, but you're you're still talented enough to play, then great." But I think if they offered like twenty five mil for him to come back, and uh, maybe offered him like maybe like five percent of the team, <laughs> he'd come back. But I I don't know. I don't know if he's going to come back or not. I'd I'd like to see it. I think he's he's just a he's just a good dude. Here, here's what I think is going to happen. I think they offer him the 25 million and a guarantee that Pedroia pisses in the cup for him, and he'll be back because there's no way this guy's going to keep hitting like this. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's freaking crazy. I know. I know. Like, he's awesome. Nuts. He's awesome to watch. He's great for baseball. There's no 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 doubt about that. Um, yeah, he is. All right, enough baseball talk for now. Let's go to the MMA portion of the pod. We had a huge pod. Again, thanks to Dougie that joined us. He will be back in the future. Um, quickly, what was one like some of your best takeaways from UFC 200? It, it was built up to be this massive pay-per-view. Lots of good fights. I didn't think it was quite as good as you know it could have been, but it was pretty darn awesome. Uh, what was your takeaways from that? First takeaway is I sucked um, on almost all my predictions. So if anybody listening, listen to that pod and put any money on my picks, I apologize. I will make up for it the best I can in the future. <laughs> yeah, I will put it out there. I, I, I fuck. I sucked. I sucked so bad, but that was my, and then, but the thing is the next, the UFC in Sioux Falls, I hit three three dogs. <laughs> that's, that's the beauty of UFC. Like, when people ask me for, like, who are you on, I always tell them, beware. Like, it's literally one punch. And they're all so talented. 
Yeah. It's like anything can happen. It's not it's not the Patriots versus the freaking Jaguars where a fourteen right. It's a totally different animal. Yeah. I I thought um I liked it. Um I thought the undercard uh was pretty good. Um I thought the the Brock Lesnar thing was a little lackluster. Mm-hmm. Um God, the best performance of the night was Nunez. That was awesome. That was awesome. She fucking wrecked it. Yeah. No, it was huge. Uh, she cashed a nice plus 210 payday for me. Uh, the, yeah. the Venezuelan Vixen got her done a nice plus money. Um, yes. It was, that's the only one I got. That's the only one I took. Hey, hey, mom quit. Is that simple? Mom quit. Mom, mom quit. quit. Hashtag, Hashtag mom quit. quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple. Okay. Well, it was an awesome – it was fun. I think it would have been better with, you know, a little – you know, shillelagh waving Conor McGregor or something, but that's coming up in a few pay-per-views. Um, one of the big takeaways that happened before and after is you get John Jones getting busted, you get Brock Lesnar getting busted. Now, it was yesterday, day before, Chad Mendez is getting a two-year suspension, and then announced today O'Sullivan, who's fighting on Saturday Night's card, gets busted for anti-doping. What the hell is going on with these guys? Uh, yeah, I mean, but you know what? It's only going to get worse. Oh, yeah. It's only going to get worse, and people just better be prepared to see uh, the shit is really – the shit's going to hit the fan, and that really hasn't even started. I mean, John Jones Jones and everybody knew Lesnar was juicing. Like, you heard Mark Hunt saying he was juiced to the gills, and Mendez was a shock. I was surprised at Mendez, to be honest. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so if they're going to, I mean, you, you know, that if Mendez is juicing, then, or whatever he's on, then, you know, the big microscope's going to be on the alpha male camp. Oh yeah. Cause they're all a bunch of you know? strong looking little wrestler dudes. Yeah. So, uh, I think, yeah, it's going to be, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, Brian. The, uh, what's, what was like really, really surprising to me and I talked about it on a on a pod a while back, but like Hen Brow mm-hmm. was like a guy I loved to watch fight, and then he got popped. Shit, yep. he sucks. Well, there is proof, I mean, Doc. There is proof that these uh, steroids help your uh, fighting ability. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Like you know, there's a guy I'm waiting for, and it has like it's like you said, Lesnar. That's Captain Obvious. Like, he should – like, literally, I tr- I'm trying to get George Sports to do it, and he hasn't figured it out yet. I want the cock tattoo on his chest turned into a syringe as a, for a picture. I think that would be great. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, look, the guy was 265 <laughs> shredded. Like, it was scary. And uh, yeah, Jones just has issues. And Jones and Lesnar, it's come out, were busted for the same thing. Same exact yep. drug. Um, the guy I'm waiting for, and all of a sudden his name is skipping my mind. We talked about him on a pod a while back. He was fighting Jacare Souza, Mr. Poopy Pants. Um, big old muscular Brazilian dude. He uh, won. He's coming up for a title shot, I believe. What the fuck's his name? Um, that's going to bug me. Big old ball guy. Shit his pants a couple fights ago. Beat Jacare uh, Souza. Oh, uh, Yola Romero. Yes, him. How is that guy not on steroids? He's fighting at like 185, and he looks like he's 300 pounds shredded muscle. Well, he he got he got he got somewhat popped, but it's under like appeal right now, and or some shit. I don't know the whole story on it, but yeah, uh, soldier of God, soldier, um, of God. soldier, sure. soldier of juice. Yeah, because yeah, he, I remember you, know, you mentioned he did get something, but. It like got swept under the rug, and he was already scheduled to fight again and stuff. It was right, baffling. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Now talking about Usada right now, <laughs> this was interesting. Chel Sonnen just registered with Usada today, which means he's thinking about returning to the UFC because the way I understand it, all the other fight organizations don't use Usada, so there's no other reason to do that unless you're coming to the UFC. My guess is. He wants a piece of Anderson Silva one more time. What oh, you, man. Which, that could be really entertaining. I'll give it a look. I'll watch it. Dana White will be just counting more billions of dollars. 
What do you think? Does Kale Sonnen even stand a chance? Or is what? What do you? Is this a cash grab? Cash grab. Uh, I think he stands a chance. I mean, if he's working out, if he's staying in shape, um, Anderson Silva is like a a shell of what he was. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, it's sad. Like, I'll be honest with you. I was really, really disappointed in that whole fight with uh, Cormier. And, um, you know, Cormier, everybody's booing Cormier. And I understand that Cormier had to do what he had to do. But um, it was pretty disappointing to see Anderson Silva like that. Just, and he looked out of shape. Yeah. When he walked, walked in the octagon, you know, and it was like, guy looked like a, I don't know. He looked like a Hoist Gracie plus 50 pounds. Yeah. Like, a, you know, just wicked, like, kind of bony and not really looking fit. Yeah, like those flabby four. You know, because I, 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 yeah, like, like I remember seeing him at light heavyweight against Force Griffin. Yep. And he looked shredded. Like, shredded. Yep. Like, cut. But, nah, it was, it's depressing, man, because I, I, I really respect Solva. I think he's a, one of the greatest of all time, but um, I hate seeing fighters go out like that, you know? Yeah. Well, the, the good thing is, is he's not going to go out like that. He's got, I think he sells like four or five more fights on that contract he signed. Um, he's getting a, yeah. getting a fatty payday. The one takeaway from that fight is, yeah, um, DC did what he had to do. Fair enough. That is what it is. Yeah. I hated that forever with James Shields. Literally, he dry humped you for three rounds. That's all he ever did. Um Right, but um, the one takeaway is Silva when they were on their feet looked really, really good, especially in that third round. He did. I know. It I know they weren't on their feet for long periods of time, but that's because DC knew. I think he was screwed. Like Silva, especially in that third round, Silva went for broke when he had his chance, and it got interesting for a little bit there. You but, did. It did. Like I, I was starting to pull for you. I didn't put any money on it, but I know how much you had. You or not much you had on how much you liked it, and. I was uh yeah I was pulling for you I was looking for that upset because like I said DC did what he had to do I get it but God that was disappointing what could have been in that fight yeah I just you know what I felt that with all the distractions going on um, that DC had to deal with the up and down um, how focused was he going to be on the fight and I thought someone could tag him you know and you know I, oh well it is what it is. All right. Speaking of, uh, you know, MMA and fighting and whatnot, uh, Bellator had a big, uh, big fight card last weekend, and you brought this to my attention Monday morning. And my God, I looked it up online. Michael Page, with a jumping knee, caved in the skull of Evangelista Cyborg Santos. Yes, the husband of the male, I mean, female fighting male fighter Cyborg. Uh, <laughs> uh, Literally, this dude's head <laughs> cracked the front of his freaking skull. He they have a GoFundMe yeah. account online to raise money for his medical bills. Even though Scott Co- yeah. Scott Coker from Bellator now said that they're gonna pay all his medical bills. Thank God, because this yeah. this guy's gonna be lucky to live a normal life. He got the yeah. with a knee to the head. My God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. I'm glad you brought that to my attention. I don't even know what to talk about on it, except people need to look that up because I'll try to put a link on the write-up for this pod to to check it out, or at least a picture of the dude. He already had a big, goofy noggin to begin with, and fuck. <laughs> Not good. Deal. Oh, yeah. Like you said. Page is the real deal. You've been, you've been saying he's coming to the UFC sooner than later. He will. He will. Okay. Yeah, he's the real deal. Let's get to uh, – we're not going to do a, a, a special pod for UFC on Fox at Saturday night in Chicago, but we will preview some of the fights real quick. Um, we'll just do uh, – let's see. Let's do the main card real quick. We have uh, Felice Herrig, the little bulldog, 10-6, and six, versus Kaylin Curran, 4-2. and two. God, these are actually pretty good-looking women right here. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Um <laughs> <laughs> what, what what do you uh, – God, this, the fight card is like it's top-heavy and then it's just kind of scattered around interesting. Um, yeah. It, it, do you even have a take on this fight? Um, no, not really. Uh, I was mainly looking at uh, just 
It's mainly looking at the top two. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing the third fight. Uh, the uh, the th- oh, well, it's going to be the second fight on Fox. Okay, this one: Edson uh, Barbosa versus Gilbert Melendez, outstanding striker versus outstanding, just scrappy wrestler machine. Um, if anybody doesn't know, Melendez fights out of the uh, the two hundred nine with the Diaz brothers, and uh, Barbosa. Shocked, well, shocked many against Anthony Pettis recently as he keeps developing that insane striking game. I believe that's the fight you're referring to. No, no, I was actually looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that fight. I'm also okay. looking forward to uh, uh, Nagano, the uh, Cameroon oh, guy. Gotcha, against Bojami. Yeah, the heavyweight. Oh, well, someone's going yeah. to get knocked the fuck out in this fight. Well, Nagano is like a minus 700 favorite. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Yeah, he's sick. He's uh he's an up and comer. He's uh in uh I've seen two or three of his fights and uh yeah, he's legit. He's good. So you're saying he's gonna win? <laughs> or should yeah, he, he should he should win within two rounds. He should. Outstanding. But uh the Melendez fight I'm I'm looking forward to too. Uh I'd I'd really like to take a shot with Melendez, but I'll probably leave it alone because He's he's been out of the the uh, octagon for a, a year. Yep. Yeah, he got suspended for PEDs for a year, so this is his first fight back. And uh, I believe yeah. his, I believe his last fight was a split decision or a loss to uh, the now champ. Yeah, they've all been close. All his prior three losses have been really really close. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually just looking forward to to a, it's going to be a great fight. It's going to be a great fight. I'd like to see Gobert get the get the W, but me. Uh, eh. I'm probably going to just enjoy it. Yeah. No, this is going to be – it's really – if Melinda's can make it dirty and nasty and keep it close and inside and get it to the ground, obviously favors mm-hmm. Melinda. If Barbosa can keep his distance, pick his strikes, spin around, do his thing, it obviously favors Barbosa. Um, sure. This – it's going to be a really good fight. I'm almost more entertained – to see the corner of Melendez because you're going to get one or two Diaz brothers. You're going to get – Oh, you know it. You're going to get shields. So just the shit talking from over the fence is going to be outstanding. My Melendez just gets yeah. – Melendez is like another version of Diego Sanchez but better. They both like to get blood. Yeah. They both like to get bloody. They both like to get that snarl going where his blood bubbles come out of their nose. They uh, Yeah. They're, and they're great fighters. He was a stud at Bellator. Um that's who he lost to was uh, Alvarez in his last fight, I believe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the line is on this, but should be an outstanding fight. Sure. Uh, Definitely. And, and the main event, which you really wanted to talk about, is Holly Holm making her first attempt against Valentina Shevchenko. Holm coming off the loss to Tate. Shevchenko lost to the new champ, Amanda Nunez, recently. Um, what do you got on this one? Man, I really like Shevchenko. <laughs> I like I, I like Shevchenko in this fight. I do. Um, Shevchenko's got outstanding cardio, outstanding Muay Thai. I think it's a pretty bad matchup for Holly. I do. Uh-huh. Shevchenko is very very strong. She's solid. Um, I just don't think that this is somebody that Holly Holmes is going to sit back and be able to pick apart. Nope. And um, Shevchenko. Holly's the better boxer. Shevchenko's the better kickboxer. Mm-hmm. And then I think I think Shevchenko's Muay Thai can be the difference. And I I mean, let's just go back. Let's just take a uh, let's just rewind a bit to when Nunez fought Shevchenko, yeah. and we both liked Nunez in that fight. That was our best bet of the night on that UFC pod, correct? Uh huh. Tell me when you were watching that fight, you weren't a little nervous. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was listening to the the new UFC pod that comes out twice a week with uh, Norton and um, Matt Serra, and yep. they were talking to Brian Stan, and they felt they all agreed that if that would have been a five round fight, Shevchenko wins round four and five and wins that fight because she yeah, took Shevchenko's got outstanding cardio. She was all over Nunez by the end of that, yeah, and Nunez held on by the skin of her lesbian teeth. Yep. I, I think, man, it's, it's so weird how like, you know, everybody knows that styles make fights mm-hmm. like home was a bad, uh, was a bad matchup for Rousey. 
for uh, for Ronda Rousey, and then uh, Nunez was a bad matchup for Tate. I mean, I, I thought I thought Tate would, I thought Tate was you know going to fare pretty well, but man, Nunez is striking. She and then when they when they just I I fifteen minutes fifteen seconds into the fight, I was like, yeah, this yeah. out chug around whatever, but. Yeah, it was bad, but Nunez was impressive. But that that just people need to keep in mind that um, I take a look at it this way also, and I really don't, I don't, I don't factor this into my decision at all about. But you just think about this: Nunez was a minus one ten favorite over. That was a pick'em. It was minus one ten, minus one ten. I think I mean, maybe Nunez closed minus one twenty favorite. Yeah, pretty Chicago close. Chicago was plus one hundred, right? And yeah. um, uh, Misha Tate beat Holly Holm, although Holly Holm was pretty much had control of the fight. Yeah. But Tate got her down, and that was it. Tate beat Holly Holm, and now Holly Holm is now she opened up like a minus four hundred favorite, and I think she's down to I don't know I haven't taken a look at the odds yet, mm-hmm. but I know they're coming down. Uh, but like, if you like Shevchenko, I'd probably jump on it now. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, when we did the preview pod for home versus Rousey, you were all in on home. It was value for sure. I've never been a big home fan because if, if her opponent is smart enough, which I think they're all smart enough, just a matter of execution does not stand Mm -hmm. and strike with her. She really isn't that good anywhere else. Like, Right. She can hold her own. She can hold her own on the ground a bit, but when you got a Muay Thai fighter like Shevchenko, is she can right. just get her inside, get her in the the clinch, stuff like that. It's mm. a different ball game, and you saw it with Nunez and Tate because Tate's a really good wrestler, but I don't think Tate's much more than that in my opinion. And Nunez mm. just took it to her. Um, home, obviously heavy favorite. Would I be surprised if home won? Not at all. But I think this is a no. much, much closer fight than Vegas is thinking. And that's kind of what you're saying as well. Um, I wouldn't mind sprinkling something on Shevchenko. Uh, for you MMA DFS players, side note, I think she's a great play for value because if it goes five rounds like it should, she'll get you a ton of points, win or lose. Start it Absolutely, there. yep. Start it out there. Um, but, yeah, I think that's great. Uh, one last side note before we move on from UFC on Fox. I want to mention to – some, you know, they're kind of new to the UFC thing and trying to feel out if they like it. This is a great fight card for the prelims and everything. It's a bunch of lesser-known guys, but a bunch of very talented guys that are trying to make a name for themselves. Like, you have a former uh, tough winner in Usman fighting. You got Elkins fighting, Sands. There's a lot of really good young fighters. Give it a watch. It'll be a lot of fun on Saturday night in Chicago. Definitely. Um, and you know what? Yeah. The, uh, I'll be honest with you. I thought the Sioux Falls card was outstanding. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Yeah, outstanding. Yeah. I like you know, and the the more what's that? I was gonna say I like a lot of those cards. Like like we were saying with UFC 200, we liked the prelim mm-hmm. cards because the main event, the the main card was a bunch of big names. But you know, they're big names doesn't mean they're great fighters. They're not great matchups. Yeah, uh, you see these right. young kids, and it's it's something different about them. Right. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, we may or may not touch on UFC 201 next week. So just in case, there are some better fights than I thought the more I dug at it. But just real quickly, let's just talk about the main event because I know you're feeling on this, and I want you to get it out just in case. we got the champ, Ruby Robbie Ruthless Lawler, defending against Tyron, the chosen one, Woodley. I'll let you have the floor. Tyron Woodley's getting in that ass. Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be hoisting the belt. Um, I think Lawler's reign is over. Now, if Lawler gets by Tyrone Woodley, he loses the belt in the next fight because Wonderboy Thompson yep. is coming. Is coming. I just take a look at the fighters that I mean. It, I'll be honest. You know what? what about UFC 200, what was the most disappointing was Johnny Hendricks. Big time. Awful. Awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you look at all these fighters that Lawler's beaten, 
And I mean, these guys have gotten a piece of Lawler, and Lawler's been somewhat fortunate. Yep. But uh, you got a Rory McDonald took him took him uh, took him to the brink, and he finally broke Rory's nose, and that was it. But Rory got manhandled by Thompson. I just think Woodley's just faster. I think he's the better wrestler. I think he's the better striker. Um, you got to go with Woodley here. You, I mean, you. Lawler's been in so many, so many wars, and I respect the hell out of him. I really do. I just think his reign's coming to an end. If it's not this fight, it's definitely the next fight. But man, the welterweight division's like loaded. It's 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 loaded, but I mean, it's it, you're looking at all these guys, man, that, that Lawler fought, mm-hmm. and the aftermath of what they're doing afterwards. They're really well. That's true. And and I mean, I think Woodley. I think this is his time. He finally he's finally going to get the shot. He should have got a shot maybe a year or two ago. He's finally getting a shot, and um, good for him. And I hope he catches in on it. Yeah, no, um, I'm a huge Lawler fan. I know you said you are too. Um, I saw him live on UFC on Fox in San Jose when he went the distance with Brown and beat him in the fifth round essentially to win it. Brown broke both his hands in that fight. Um, The one thing Lawler does is he puts on a show every time he's out there. It's a bloody war. But eventually, yeah. eventually yeah. that jaw is going to give, and it's just going to go bunk, and it's over. And Woodley's got yep. – I just a striking. Woodley's an outstanding wrestler. And Lawler, yeah, big time. like you said earlier, styles make fights. Lawler has to keep it on the feet. He's not going to the ground. If it gets to the ground, it could get really interesting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, extreme value on Woodley, extreme value. Um, as much as I like to see Lawler keep winning – I agree. If it's not now, it's next fight because these kids keep getting better and better, and he's just getting older and older. And you know how time finally wears on you. Um, it's not, yeah. not going to work out much longer. But uh, hopefully, we'll touch on more of two hundred one at a later date and time. Let's move on to some goofier stuff. Enough with the most of the sports for now. I got to get your opinion on this because I am just baffled by it. You're we're about the same age for the most, pretty close. What the fuck? Is with Pokemon Go. I don't know, man. You know, I was, I was, um, I was dog sitting. Um, my wife and I, we were dog sitting this weekend for our friends. They were in, they were in Houston for a wedding, and she went to go uh, take the dog for a walk, and I stayed with my son. And um, earlier on in that day, earlier in the day there was a kid with a scooter and he was, he parked right outside my front yard in the street, just looking at his phone. And I'm like, and my wife and I were like thinking like, Oh, he's gotta be doing fucking Pokemon go. Well, Oh yeah. So as my wife left to go take the dog for a walk, she goes down the street and cuts a corner and this like white truck like pulls up on the curb there's got to be a fucking Pokemon in our house. <laughs> but nobody's getting the motherfucker. <laughs> you know what nice. I should do? I hope – I. you know what? I I almost – actually, when I was getting – I was getting my, my son ready. Um, I, I get my son ready uh, in the morning and stuff and take him to daycare. And it just kind of like thought in my – like it kind of blinked in my head a little bit. It, and you're going to see this too. I'm telling you right now. You're going to see it. Like, what if it was like, what if I downloaded Pokemon Go on my iPhone, which I have not done and I will not do? Amen. What if you downloaded Pokemon and you saw this wicked rare Pokemon figure? Whatever. I, I don't even understand. I don't even know what Pokemon is, so whatever. But what if it was this rare dude that was in your house and somebody wanted him? You could, like, auction it off. <laughs> You'd be hey. like, and you know what? And people are... People are fucking so crazy about this game. People are so nuts about this game that they'll pay money to come in your house and get this fucking Pokemon, now, whatever it is. Now, that is an idea that I can get behind on this whole thing. Like, yeah, I, I, the one positive I'm getting out of this just by watching it and seeing all the hype and blah, 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 is it is getting people out of their house. They're walking around. They're doing stuff. Yep. They're just kids sitting on their ass playing PlayStation 
I get that. That's a great thing. Congratulations. The parents are loving that now. Come middle of next month when their data bill comes in from their cell phone, I have a feeling they're not going to be big fans of Pokemon Go because I heard right. I heard it drains the crap out of their battery. Usually when a battery is getting drained like that, that usually means your data is getting used pretty heavily. Um, yeah. So that's a bad one. I'm laughing at people. There was people down by San Diego that fell off a cliff trying to chase a Pokemon. Yes. yes. I've seen people fall into like oceans, um, parked cars. The best parked car one was somebody driving, trying to catch a Pokemon, ran into a police car. <laughs> now that's a good one. Look that one up on YouTube. It's very funny footage, actually, of a police officer getting hit, his car getting hit by someone playing Pokemon Go. So it's just it's just another distraction too. Like, yeah. like but, you, you know, it's just it's crazy. But what I wanted to get to, and then we'll end this Pokemon discussion, and hopefully it won't be a thing in about a month or two. From back when we were younger, because this is technically, I guess, when some people were younger, about fifteen years ago or whatever. When we were younger, what game do you want to see brought back? Like they brought back Pokemon, like. Because, like, recently I saw a thing. You can buy an old Nintendo game thing for, like, 40 bucks. that has, like, 60 of the old games on it. And that's yeah. all. But, like, what kind of thing, like, could they make an app of that you could have on your phone? Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah. That I, fucking, I, love, I love Nintendo. Oh, dude, I saw that. Um, like, it's awesome. I, I'd, ha- I'd have to say I'd – ha- I'd have to say three three games and if i could play them on my phone i'd like be loving life one was ring king <laughs> nice the next one was is tecmo bowl of course oh hell yeah this and then third would be baseball stars yeah you hit it on the head that was awesome that game i fucking love baseball stars baseball stars was the best i remember my cousin got that and we were playing bases loaded oh yeah and you remember the guy from Bases Loaded? He was on New Jersey. His name was Paste. <laughs> and, like, every time he hit, we'd be like, Paste makes waste. Like, the guy just fucking hit. He never hit a home run, though. He'd always hit, like, a triple, double line drive, you know? Uh, and then you had the New York team that had Oko on it or something. Yeah, they had some goofy names. Oh, no. Yeah, they had some goofy names. But Baseball Stars was a fucking phenomenal game. For back when – back in the day, back in back then – yeah, baseball stars was a shit. Oh, it was it was it. It was the best thing you had out there. Like like I love all these I love yeah. all these kids now going oh RBI baseball RBI baseball. It's the coolest old game ever. No no, keep going back. It's it's back there. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> but by the way, in RBI baseball, I pitched a, a perfect game with David Steed from Toronto. <laughs> oh man, that should be on your Twitter profile. It should. Um, <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay. Um, side note again. We talk TV once in a while. Um, I know you're a big fear of The Walking Dead. I just finished up the first half. We've been moving a lot. Finally finished that up recently. Um, what you- stellar. They did an outstanding job. Uh, I was I, The first season, I was kind of like, where are they going? Where are they going? They kind of got good towards the end, and this season just killed it. Absolutely killed it. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, loved it. Now, like Game of Thrones just ended, and some other stuff. What are you What are you watching these days? What's like your go to show right now? Oh man, um, I, honestly, uh, I haven't been watching much uh, TV. Um, my wife and I are so behind on Big Brother, mm-hmm. and that's the only reality show I watch. You look. Um, yeah, I, it's the only show, I, only reality show I watch, pretty much. Um, Let's see. Um, God, man. I, you know, everybody's like, oh, you got to watch this show. Oh, you got to watch that show, you know? And I'm like, usually my shows were like Sons of Anarchy, which is no longer airing. And that was like my favorite show of all time. Um, and you had all the, you know, other shows. But like Game of Thrones, I don't watch. I can't get into it. Oh, <laughs> it's man. not me. I oh, can't. Man. I, I know. I know. Trust me, because I get to hear everybody talk about it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it must be a great show. But um, just Lee, not really a show I wa- I'm watching right now. Um, I want to get into Ray Donovan really bad. 
Okay. Because I heard it's phenomenal. Dude, please do. I want. I, I want. I want to get. I want to uh, get into that. And my wife actually mentioned it the other day. Um. I mean, because we didn't even start watching Walking Dead until like it was like, in season four, and we watched a whole season in one weekend. I'm kind of envious of that because so, shows like that are so good. You can binge watch the crap out of them. Dude, it was awesome. We felt like total weight, like wastes on Sunday. It was ridiculous, but it was fun. That's how that's how it was when uh, I was in college, and everyone kept saying 24, 24, 24. Oh, so I got, yeah, 24 is It was awesome. one summer in college, and Blockbuster started that deal for like 20 bucks a month. You got four movies at a time or some shit, and they're right around the corner yeah. from our, our fraternity house. And so I go and get each season – at a time, and I literally stayed up to like four in the morning because, like, every time an episode ended and the freaking the clock came on, you had to know what was coming next. So you just next episode. Oh, I loved it. Binge watching, loved it. I love. Oh man! But Ray Donovan, highly recommended. Uh, last season, yeah. Last season was probably some of the best television I have ever witnessed, and this season came off to a, a great start. Like, I Breaking Bad, still my favorite show ever. But uh, Ray Donovan. Uh, did you watch The Sopranos at all? What's that? Were you a Sopranos fan at all? Yes. Yeah, I like. I, I watched Sopranos. Ray Donovan's kind of a kind of a version of that's the best way I can say it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's phenomenal. Um, there is one show, another show I like. Um, it's not on right now. Right now, that that I religiously watch are uh, Homeland and. Um, uh, Billions is Billions. fucking awesome. Billions is a badass show. That was and, a great. Uh, like, there's a uh, who's the, God? What's his name? Um, Paul Giamatti is like one of my favorite actors. And a okay. lot of people don't. A lot of people don't realize this, Brian. A lot of people don't realize this. But if you, if anybody listening, if you haven't seen the movie Sideways, yep, go see it. It's yep. a great movie, but it's got wow. Paul Giamatti in there, and a lot of a lot of people really don't know who Paul Giamatti is. He's phenomenal. But when when Paul Giamatti goes up and steals money from his mother <laughs> when they're on the trip, and he looks at a picture, the picture is of him and his dad. His dad was the commissioner of baseball and the guy who banned Pete Rose for life. Outstanding. Yeah, no, Paul Giamatti is a great actor. He's one of my favorites too. That's funny we share that one in common too. Uh, I think he's great. Yeah, he's great. Everything he does, he just kills it. It's amazing. And it was like the first episode of Billions, and trust me, this is not a spoiler alert to anybody. I was half like, wow, half creeped the fuck out. <laughs> Dominatrix <laughs> outfit, laying on the ground, bondaged. This guy that, oh. I'm a big boy. I don't even like looking at myself in the mirror. Here's Paul Giamatti basically in the crucifix on the ground with fucking nipple clamps <laughs> on and a ball gag in his mouth. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that was a great show. Outstanding awesome. show. But okay, just like Game of Thrones, we can't talk about. I have to know. This came up in our sports DJs DM yeah, the other day. Why do you not like Star Wars? The new Star Wars. Episode seven. I have to know this. Hans. All right. One. Um, I felt very. First off, I felt like that was two hours. I'm not getting back in my life. Ouch. Second of all, Lo died too soon. Um, <laughs> all right. Another thing was. Uh, all right. Who was his name? Was Kylo Ren? Was his name? Yeah, Han Son. Yes. All right. Yeah. By the way, I heard that guy. Uh, I don't follow him, but uh, I heard Hayden. Yeah. Hayden. I heard he fucking spoiled it for everybody. He put he he tweeted oh, out yeah. that Han Solo died. <laughs> oh yeah. One of the one of the one of the many times I was glad I'm blocked by Hayden. Yeah. <laughs> so. um uh, but uh, yeah, the Kylo Ren he fucking started crying. What kind of a Sith Lord cries? <laughs> Touche. Another one. Another one. When him and that him and the general dude, right? They're like arguing, yeah. and the general guy is like challenging. He's like, "What? What are you? You know, what are you going to find out?" Or I don't know. They got this like little tiff. 
dude, Darth Vader would have choked a bitch. He would have choked him with the force, cranked his neck, and be like, who the fuck are you talking to, bitch? And he didn't do it. He just fucking cowered like some little bitch, you know? <laughs> and then and then third of all, third of all, no, I'm sorry, the fifth reason why, I'm sorry, the fifth reason why I thought it was a total waste of time was at the end when chick and the chick just finally realizes she's a fucking Jedi or a Jedi to be. She was a Jedi in training. Let's just put it that way because at the end she goes to Luke and Luke's looking like shit on that fucking island or whatever. The whatever. Luke's looking all kinds of fucking ratty. He's looking like Bill Belichick at fucking age 90 with a beard. And uh, But she's like giving Kylo Ren like a fight. Kylo Ren's been in this Jedi fucking camp. He's he's been a, a, a Sith or whatever for like ten years. This bitch just got off the fucking bench and fucking giving Kylo Ren all he wants, chop like slicing him with the fucking lightsaber and whatnot. Kylo Ren got his ass whooped in that in that lightsaber fight, and she's just a fucking rookie. And he's supposed to be this dark badass Sith Lord. I thought it was a weak movie. <laughs> I thought it was weak. I felt very unfulfilled. I was like, this is a fun. I'm like, this is two hours. I'm not getting back. Why the fuck did I watch this? And then also, another one is that they were getting all commanding, like little smart takes, like little, like, like, like that, that just like the little Disney in it, you know, like, oh, you know, a little Disney, you know, let's make it funny. Like, Star Wars ain't supposed to be funny, it's supposed to be dark and like dramatic. Not funny. Star Wars isn't funny. Hint to fucking Disney. Don't make it funny next time. I probably um, won't even watch. That was outstanding. I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. I love the movie. Um, I agree with everything you just said. I took notes on all of that. I agree with all of it. Um, that was probably one of the funniest segments of a podcast I've ever done. Um, <laughs> I just want to... Hey, wanna... hey, listen, listen, listen. Hey, Fergie, Fergie should make a new song called Sith Lords Don't Cry. Oh, fuck. There you go. But I want to make a comparison that you can relate to. When you say that chick just came off the bench and whipped Cairo's ass, that chick is fucking Jimmy Garoppolo, okay? So you better start embracing that. <laughs> Embrace that. No. Hey, but I hey, like when I saw Vader's helmet all crushed, that was awesome. But then again, Cairo's basically crying because he can't be his grandpa. Um, right. Um, I loved it. I get it. It was cheesy and stuff, but um, it's it, wicked cheesy. It reminded me of the New Hope, and then the second one was the dark one, and then it comes back. And I'm wondering if that's yeah. where they're going with it. The cool part for a Star Wars nerd is. Um, they're making a bunch of spinoffs, so they have the new um, the Rogue Warrior one coming out the wintertime. Maybe that'll be better for you. Um, but, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll let you know my opinion. Um, one of these days, we'll have to get uh, Duncan on here as well because he had some strong feelings towards this one also. Um, yeah. We might just have to have a Star Wars podcast, get Nate on this and Duncan and you and me and just, just duel this thing out. Um, my God. <laughs> that was something else. Okay, a couple quick things. We opened up with the Harbaugh rap video. That was just one small portion. It was two and a half minutes long. Basically, who's better than us with this rapper I've never heard of, but I don't do another rap. Um, If you were a college kid or a high school kid and you saw your coach rapping, would that do it for you? No. What about Harbaugh – Still in his khakis, but shirtless, throwing passes in practice. No, I'd be I'd be creeped out if anything. He does some very odd things, but the one thing I think that him or Michigan or both did that was absolutely pure genius, and this is going to be the selling point. They just they were the first school, not even North Carolina, to get the Michael Jordan clothing deal. Now that's genius. Yeah, that's 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 pretty good. Yeah, I think that's going to be the trick. But I had to bring it up because that Harbaugh rap video makes me laugh. He goes out on so many ledges talking shit to the SEC, this, that, and the other. If I was him, I'd be more worried about trying to beat Ohio State before challenging the SEC. 
but that's a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> I'll bring that up. Uh, last quick tidbit I'm going to mention real quick. It was announced today the NBA is moving the All-Star game from Charlotte due to an anti-LGBT bill, and the NBA doesn't approve of that. Uh, Mr. Hot Take himself, Clay Travis, already said, hey, NBA, are you going to get rid of your games in Mexico because they do a bunch of unruly things down there too? Um, what do you make of the NBA all of a sudden having a, a, a political and religious and uh, LGBT stand? Like, are they going to let every little decision control what they do from now? I don't, I don't get it. I think just play your games. Your team earned the, the game. Let them stay there. I don't get it. Well, I, I know I know Mike Shashevsky said uh, the head coach of Duke said something like he was embarrassed that that all that shit was going on. Um, personally, yeah, I I don't know. I just think uh, I I tell you a, a main thing in this country is that everybody's always worried about what any somebody else is doing, or hey, we're gonna do the right thing while let's they're they're passing this bill or they got something going on so we're not going to do it like didn't they threaten to like move the super bowl out of arizona one time because of the yeah. of the uh the, i can't remember it was the mexico the, mexicans thing yeah the immigrants yeah yeah the immigrant law but i mean i i don't know i clay travis is a if if I don't know, Clay Travis. If you're if you're looking at anything, if you want to listen to Clay Travis on anything, just yeah, check yeah. out his plays that he tweets and fade him. Exactly, he'll be gold. Yeah. Um. I, I I I hey, you know what? NBA has a right to do anything they want. NBA, honestly, David, uh, not David. God, I'm thinking of nine hundred two one zero. David Silver, <laughs> Adam Silver, um, is very very very. Um, sensitive when it comes to like racism um, and equality for everybody and stuff like that. So I think he's just, that's just the way he is. And he doesn't want to go to a place that, you know, doesn't treat everybody the same. So more power to him. He's the fucking convention. He do what the fuck he wants. But I mean, to me, I, 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 I don't care where they, I don't care where it is. I mean, it's just me, but I, I think he has the right to do whatever he wants, and good for him. If he feels strong, feels that way, and and he says my league isn't going to stand for this shit, then good for him. I think Silver's a great commissioner. I think he's a fucking model commissioner, to be honest. No, he's done a great he's done a great job. He's he's trying to clean up a a messy. Well, all these leagues are messy now, but uh, and, and yeah. I agree, he's done a great job. Uh, I have no problem with his decision. He does whatever he wants. I'm, I agree with his take on it. Um, everyone should get treated equally. That's a whole other podcast we could do on everything that's wrong in this country right now. Yeah, it's, right, right. It's an absolute mess. And uh, I think, you know, I did. I haven't delved into the law of what they're fighting on right now. And But just the headline alone is all I need to read for now. And um, it's it's a sad situation for Charlotte. Maybe we can talk to Kevin and see what he lives over there and see what he has to say. Yeah, about. it is sad. It is sad. It's, it it's is just sad. What, yeah. It's, it's, what, it's, it's all sad, sad. What the sad country is coming to. And I just totally ruined a great pod by freaking bringing a downer to the situation. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go back to Star Wars talk. No. Um, but uh, yeah, I just thought that, I thought that was interesting. it's kind of a, a new movement. Like you said, the NFL tried to do it with the Super Bowl, um, but no one's really done it yet. It's only been threats, and they've actually done it. And uh, Michael Jordan's come out saying they support the move. Uh, we appreciate the chance, but we understand what the league's doing and we support the NBA. Uh, it's very interesting. And I guess the main reason I want to bring it up is I want to see what this leads to because there's so many more things that can take place now um, with, with yeah. all these issues coming up. And that, that one of the major sports stood up to something like this is really, really interesting in my opinion. And uh, yeah, it, it could lead to a lot, a lot more. That's, I guess, that's where I was going with the whole, whole questioning there. Yeah. All right. Well, that was outstanding. Um, we got a little bit of everything covered in this. Um, again, Doc, thanks for joining. Doc will be a regular on this. Uh, not all the time. We'll get other guests, but he'll be on way more often than the most. Uh, just talking everything. Um, 
Any last words, Doc? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I think I'm well, pretty you, much talked out. Yeah, I say we did, we did it for a little over an hour, so we should have covered almost everything. Um, thanks again for joining. Yeah. Uh, we'll do this again. Uh, this was episode three of Bench with Bubba. And until next time, we'll see you guys later. Life's better with an auto policy from American Family Insurance. No matter what dreams you're driving towards. That's because our expert agents will make you feel totally protected with the right auto coverage at the right price. You'll also save up to 23% when you bundle auto with home. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.